0: Take it away from the fact I've been
1: slacking all. Despite the cost, you know, I got to try it on. What up, Dynasty players in the house? It's Dynasty War Games, and we are back with a new episode. We're going to talk about such things as the free agent running back landscape. We're going to plan our flags on a couple of prospects. And we're just gonna kind of have some fun talking dynasty and what the kind of what the poop is out there on the streets these days. I'm your host, Jesse Schneeman, and I'm here with my co-host tonight, my good friend Austin Bell. How are you tonight, Austin?
0: Pretty good, man. Excited to be back. Uh, good little getaway. Get to talk some fantasy football, maybe even some rookies. I'm excited. How are you? Right on.
1: I'm great. I'm great. I, I'm excited to talk dynasty. It's been a while. Um, mm-hmm. I took a long break. And then we took another break, but that's just because, you know, it's life. Things didn't yes. really line up. Um, it's the off season, so there's not as much to cover, right? Um, especially right now before the combine, we're just sort of getting our feet wet and uh, with prospects. And we're, we're kind of coming up behind the scenes with our takes on these guys. I don't want to rush it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I don't wanna I don't wanna throw out premature takes on guys before I really dug into the tape. So I do have a couple guys tonight that i really, really like that I want to talk about. But cool. before Ooh, that good. yeah, before that, let's talk about running backs. Yeah. So <laughs> I read yeah. <laughs> I love running backs, man. I know you they get hurt and it, it's hard to predict who's gonna have uh you know, an injury free season, but I still love running backs cuz if you find the right one, he'll carry your team. That is true. They are league winners. Uh-huh. So a guy that's been a league winner in the past. Two guys that have been league winners in the past. Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley. Both unlikely to get the tag this year, is
0: that right? Yeah, I don't think I don't think it happens. Um, I, I guess Jacobs Rangers. is probably a little bit more likely than Barkley. Um, I think the Raiders would It uh, uh, would be nuts to do
1: that. And that's not his
0: decision. No, but you he, know, he's a not fight for him just like the player's fault for Pierce. Uh, I think you know, Jacobs came out and said this is the first time he's had a coach where it felt like they truly believed in him. And it was just a nice feeling to have. So, I mean, Jacobs could come back just on that. So, uh, I I think that one's a little bit more murky. I know all the Zamir White people want it to not be murky. But, yeah, I Mm -hmm. think Saquon's for sure gone. I don't think there's an avenue that he comes back.
1: And even just because Jacob sleeps doesn't mean Zamir White's their starting running back, although he he did look really good.
0: Yeah, he's a solid back.
1: It'll be a completely different offensive system. You know, I would expect him to get company, even if Jacobs doesn't come back. Yeah, but it's a higher, it's a higher cap than even what, or a higher uh, tag than even what Saquon's would have been. Saquon's will be twelve million, and um, Jake's higher than that. I, I don't know, man. They have a lot of needs. Their team is they an do. absolute mess. So I, I, it really just doesn't make sense. Although I guess they're just they're playing on feels and vibes right now. I guess that's their whole. You know,
0: hey, like if it, works, Morris, it works. It works. That's, that's our whole
1: thing. Yeah, I mean, works for Dan Dan Campbell, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, the talent on that team also helps, but yes, the vibes are a big difference.
1: Yeah, I, Dan Campbell's also got an excellent offensive coordinator, like you said. The the talent they've really hit in the draft on a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've also developed a lot of guys, and I mean, that Stafford trade couldn't have worked out better. Yeah, I agree totally. Really for comes both to teams, really. There. Yeah, I mean, I mean Stafford want to got the Rams a, a ring. Yeah, anytime you get a ring, it just all of the steps to take to get there. Even it look if even if it looks like a bad move, it led to the next move that got you the player. That got mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, great. I mean, great trade for both teams. So. <sighs> We also wanted to talk about buys. So let's combine this conversation a little bit because both of those guys are huge buys to me. Talking in the Patreon chat the other day, the DWZ Patreon chat, uh, basically a couple guys said they wouldn't pay a first for Jacobs, a late first. And that's crazy to me. So if Jacobs is worth less than a first-round pick, so we'll say like a high second or mid-second and a third... How is that not a How is that not a super buy just on the chance that he stays healthy? Because if he stays healthy, we already see that he's
0: got league-winning talent. He's one of the best running backs in the league.
1: He's 26.
0: Yeah, 25. but we don't know where he's going. Yeah, I think he's 25 going on six. Yeah, so he'll be 26. Yeah.
1: I- I'll spend my second-round pick on a running back that I know is going to hit has already – like, I know is a good running back in this league rather than somebody that could be Trey Sermon.
0: Yeah. By the way, he is 26. Birthday was
1: 26. in August, so he'll be 27 August. when it
0: comes. Saquon will be
1: 27 as well. Yep. It's only the special um, backs that can really be good after that age. But uh, nothing Nothing tells me that, that either one of those guys can be
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, in – the right situation, they're definitely both buys. It all depends on cost. Um, looking at KTC, would you rather have uh, Tajay Spears or Josh Jacobs? Jacobs. Oh, wow. By a lot. Hmm. I, I think you're definitely in the minority of that. Um, I see, I see. I, I, I
1: Tajay Spears, I think his value should be around a mid-second. He hasn't really shown... I'm oh, sure be. he did.
0: He just had – what a his last game was pretty ridiculous. Two touchdowns. was that, over 100 yards.
1: Oh, okay. So he had a good game, and that shows yeah. that he can be a lead back in
0: the NFL? I mean, he showed oh. that in college. That's what he was. He was a lead back. I in think in college? The there's, I mean, there's plenty of guys that that doesn't translate. Yeah, and one's 22. One's 26 going on seven. So that's, right, that's the that, difference there.
1: Yeah, but Josh Jacobs has already been a top
0: five fantasy back. Okay.
1: I mean that's to me that's a no brainer.
0: Okay, so next one up, Pacheco.
1: That one's tougher. I think I would take Jacobs, but that's pretty pretty close. Rashad White?
0: Jacobs. James Cook. Jacobs. Saquon. Hmm. <laughs> that's tough. Probably Saquon. Okay. So you have him at RB11, roughly, unless you take Jacobs over Kenneth Walker.
1: No, no, I would But yeah, that sounds about right. RB11. Okay. And yeah, I mean, there's no rookies that really come into the no, conversation.
0: Huh? No, we don't get to talk much fun about that. The best ones hurt. So it's pretty much gonna be a red shirt year. Really dangerous draft, in my opinion.
1: Let me give you two more buys that are likely to be free agents. One is definitely already a free agent. The other one, most likely, is uh, Derrick Henry and Mixon.
0: Mm, both of the, both of you those guys are, you yeah. I think Mixon's going to be a free agent.
1: Yeah, I don't think they'll keep him around. And even if they do, I mean, I would oh, rather definitely. they, yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah, great. yeah. But I think you can get Mixon for a second. Like all these guys are like available for a second round pick. Are they not buys? Just mixing, I love the buy absolutely. Why do you? Oh, because you think that he might stay with the Bengals.
0: That and I think he's just 27. People feel like he's 29 because he came in the league so young. Mm-hmm. Um, I just man, honestly, I think he's a solid back, he's nothing special, but yes, I would prefer special. him to stay with Cincinnati. Efficiency he wise, he's not up as a running back, he is, but he's never been uber efficient. The Be- the Bengals
1: offensive line is a mess. Mm-hmm. You know, if they had a you know, put him on a on a good running team, I don't know. Niners. I mean, yeah, put it, I guess there, put it Yes. Up Niners, yeah. <laughs> but you know, put him on a good running team, and I just I think he's a much like he's just one of the most talented backs in the NFL.
0: Yes, I agree. In play, he's. They do say six point one on cap if they cut him. Yeah, and. They're
1: they're trying to keep T Higgins, you know. They're gonna have to franchise tag him.
0: Yeah, that's so they're
1: cool. gonna want to free free cash up where they can. Six million is a lot, actually, to free up. And I mean, this is the second or the third year in a row that he's on the hot seat of getting cut. Like it, it was real iffy last season too. Yeah. So, I feel like when you you narrowly miss getting cut. In an off season, the next off season,
0: you're, you know, the writings of the law. Yeah, it would be one to watch. It's a, it would be interesting if all the names become free agents that we think could. Um, it makes it quite interesting to see. Yeah, we thought what these teams do. Right. Yeah, because I mean, you got. We haven't even said Tony Pollard yet, or Eckler. So Eckler looked cooked to me. Yeah, Eckler was hurt. That that came out. You saw the stretch in the middle of the season when he was actually healthy. The dude put up top three numbers three weeks in a row. Got hurt, and he was never the same. So I'm going to, until I see it fresh off a season, I'm going to assume he was hurt. Um, I would doubt that one injury all of a sudden zapped him from a top three running back uh, in the league to not being worth a starter. He's pushing 30. Yeah. Yeah, he's 28.8, 28. so yeah, I mean, he'll be 29 this season. Yeah, that's that's a lower investment level for me. So you're not paying a second for him? No. I think that's ridiculous, personally. Do you? Yeah, as a contender, why wouldn't you? The likelihood he's going to get signed by a team. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just put up the season before. Teams are going to give him a shot. Somebody's going to give him a chance to be their lead back.
1: I'm operating on the theory that um, this injury did zap him and it'll just keep happening. And this is just like, this is the decline of Austin Eckler. And given his age, um, I, I feel like the odds are on my side.
0: Well, of course we're talking about running backs. Right. They're always on your side. If you're going to on the negative side of it, of course. Right. Yeah.
1: So like, I also think
0: Derek Henry's a bad bet.
1: Yeah, he'll get Austin, a job.
0: Yeah. He'll get a I job say. somewhere. Uh-huh.
1: But I, I don't think it'll be the same thing, you know. He won't get the same volume somewhere else, and he's he, more than any back I maybe I've ever seen needs volume. And he's twenty nine, pushing thirty, so that's the 30. one that re- he, yeah, he that's 30. the one that really scares me. Yeah, and you see power
0: backs just fall off a cliff. All right, you're a little bit lower. Good old CEH is on there. Um, Swift. Yeah, there's a good one. Swift. uh, What's Swift value right now? It's probably in that early second range. I think if he comes back to Philly, you could probably squeeze the late first out of him. Yeah, I wouldn't sell him for less than a first. So... And I think that's really the discussion you were talking about, Jacobs. People saying they wouldn't pay a first for him, and people say they wouldn't pay stuff all the time, but it's really to get their value. It's more of what you would sell them for. Um, you know, people always talk about, I wouldn't pay this. Well, somebody will. I mean, most likely, if you give a reasonable price, somebody's going to pay it. So I agree, I wouldn't want to move Swift without a first, but if he doesn't go to Philly. I'm gonna be a lot less uh enthused about his twenty twenty four season, most likely. If he goes to Arizona? Mm, maybe he's not gonna be behind the best O line in football. That's a Yeah. I hear you. I don't know that the Eagles have the best O line in football
1: anymore without Kelsey and he also
0: well, Kelsey's uh, not it. done, by the way. You you should know that. What do you mean? Well, one, he's twenty-seven million against the cap, so I'm assuming Philly's going to do everything they can. And he ha- he came out the day after the game, after that thing, him talking about, oh, he's done this and that. He came out and said he never announced he was done.
1: Yeah, I, I, I saw something where he's still figuring it out or whatever, but it kind of sounds like. And it, when a player retires, that all that money just hits the cap. Yeah, it's all dead. Of four years, It's all
0: no, he's twenty six point nine against the cap, whether he plays or not. Mm-hmm. So, what they'll most likely do is, if he retires, they'll spread it out over three or four years. Right. And if he plays, they'll probably spread it out over two. And so then, if he retires after this year, you're eating, you know, thirteen. Mm-hmm. I don't worry about the Eagles and the cap. Yeah, be honest with you, how he'll work it out.
1: That's right. It's like the Saints. I don't worry about the Saints in the cap either. You can tell me the Saints are eighty million over the cap, blah blah blah. I don't care. They'll work it out.
0: They are right now. It's interesting. Yeah. that's a that's another name that we haven't brought up. Kamara. Um, he's a tough out this year, but he was a tough out last year, and his name came up. So that's a tough cap hit. I I really don't think that that's
1: realistic.
0: I mean, it it had. To me, the that problem is a, a it's a really tough good. cap for the next three years. So it's seventeen million this year, ten point one next, and avoid six million in twenty twenty six. Ten or six
1: is a lot easier to swallow than seventeen. Yeah, especially when they're in the, they're perpetually in the position where they're in. Those, those aren't the moves that they, they now make, they
0: do say more likely
1: restructure him.
0: Post June one, they do save twelve million on the twenty four cap. Mm. So, that's a lot of money.
1: With a new offensive coordinator coming in, I was thinking about that the other day. I mean, that guy's going to be pounding the table for weapons. I mean, how can you just let that kind of weapon walk away? If it was, if it was just a uh, I don't know. I, if it was Jacobs, see, I think I think the Giants are idiots for not locking up Saquon. I, if it was Jacobs, I, I probably would have let him go to save twelve million. But I don't know. Kamara is just such a weapon, and he's just not shown any
0: signs of slowing down. Well, he exactly, was least efficient year he's ever had this year.
1: Okay, yeah, with his with the worst quarterback he's ever played with.
0: I mean no, absolutely not. He had Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston at quarterback. Come on now. I love Jameis Winston. As Me far too, as a,
1: but... as far as efficiency
0: goes, um, for the players around
1: him, Winston's actually pretty good. His problem is he can't stop throwing interceptions.
0: Yeah, that was years ago too. He he just wasn't good the last time he was a quarterback, and that's the problem. Yeah. And I'm a Jameis guy. He just wasn't good. Yeah, I, I, I
1: something about I I guess he's just sort of grown into the clipboard job because he doesn't even want to leave the (laughs) scenes. He just wants to be a backup. I guess he lost the fire. He's just comfy. Taking a
0: couple million playing a game or two a season. I mean, why not? Make millions of dollars. In New Orleans? Why not? Yeah, not a bad place to do it.
1: (laughs) Mm -mm. I hear you. I don't know. Maybe I'm way off on Camara, and they're just going to
0: cut him. Oh, I just, it was just a name I, I had yeah. thought of. I mean, it's so very... what are the
1: land, What are the what are the teams that need running backs where you can see these yeah. guys go? Like I brought up the Cardinals, I think that's actually a good landing spot for a pass catching running
0: back. Yeah, um, um, Houston is a name. Yeah, Houston would be perfect, right for um, for the right back. Okay. <laughs> you ain't gonna like it, but Kansas City is a name.
1: Yeah, I hear you. They have to add weapons one way or another, and if they add a receiving threat, yeah, I hear you. No, I I, that's my issue with Pacheco is that I he's he's replaceable. You know, he's a really good, strong, hard nosed runner that I think Andy Reid likes, and he'll have a spot on the team. But it doesn't mean they they can't replace him with the right player.
0: Um, Obviously, all the names of the guys that are leaving with Dallas. Um, Tennessee, yeah, right. the Raiders, the Giants, the Chargers, uh, possibly Philly. I mean, Philly at the moment, Philly. So I mean, yeah, I don't think.
1: I think I one of those players could go to Philly, and it, to me, it would be like whoever the second or third last guy on the list is. See,
0: right? I think Hen- Henry and Philly is probably his ideal spot. Yeah. I don't know how much better of a spot he could land in.
1: I th- I think it's an it's an interesting fit because we don't really throw to running backs, right? So just a a tough power back
0: mm-hmm. with
1: a a rushing quarterback, True. good combo. It's I, scary I would is what like it. Is. it. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I think Kellen Moore could take advantage of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean Philly's a good Philly's definitely a good landing spot.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. That's why I'm yeah. so
1: intrigued with Swift staying there. I we're just not going to spend any money. That's the thing. They're, that's what I'm saying is they're going to they're going to wait until everybody else signs.
0: You know what I'm saying? And then they're going to yeah. take
1: whoever's left over.
0: I don't love that for Philly then personally, but
1: and that's how we play running back. That's how we do running back. It, it might be Swift.
0: You just you just spin a draft pick on one. It was a early date? Th- Is a fourth, right? Who Gainwell? No, trading for Swift. Oh, it was fourth. So I thought.
1: Yeah, but if he leaves, we'll get a fourth back in compensatory.
0: Mm, that depends on the contract he signs.
1: Yeah, if he signs for a, it's like, I I saw the numbers. It's like well yeah. below league league average for like two years or three years. Gotcha. Uh, we'll get a fourth rounder. So if he signs a really good contract, we will get a third rounder. But it's he's projected to sign a contract, and we'll, on the level that we'll get a fourth rounder. So uh, it's, yeah. it's it's kind of actually when we made the trade, I saw it thrown out there that how was only given that pickup because he thought he could get it back.
0: And. uh I guess one more name that I gotta bring up. Oh, I'll name a couple of these guys. You're gonna say oh, to probably all of them, but I'm gonna name them. Um, Cam Akers. J.K. Dobbins.
1: Well, Cam makers had an Achilles. Correct. Right? And so right. did Dobbins.
0: Uh, yes, but his was at least at the very beginning. So. Yeah. So. I, I, I'm not. I, I'm not doing anything with those guys. Kareem Hunt, nothing, obviously. AJ Dillon? No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, Antonio Gibson?
1: No. I mean, I I would give a third for either
0: AJ Dillon or Gibson. Mm, That's about all the. I mean, there's some dart throw guys like Zach Moss. I mean, he'll probably land somewhere as a backup. Oh, is he a free agent? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, He's more of a throw-in or
0: waiver wire kind of guy. Yeah. Jared McKinnon's also a free agent. Yeah, I don't think he'll get a job. Yeah. He'll probably land on somebody's practice squad.
1: How about this for a landing spot? The Ravens are expected to... Yeah, I, we quote, did forget that. ...pursue a running back with a pedigree this offseason. So, you know, the Harbaugh's love to, to share players,
0: right? I mean... Yeah. I think that'd be a great landing spot for Quorum. Yeah. I mean, really, any good running back there is going to get see a nice value boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than absolutely. other than just a curse that none of them can stay healthy.
1: Well, yeah. That's what everybody around here is saying. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who we sign. They'll get hurt. Yeah, because Gus Edwards is a free agent,
0: too. Right. Yeah. They want Gus back here. All the fans love Gus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw he was one of the top uh, – guys likely to be franchise tagged and i was like what what yep it was some uh, where did NFL. you see that nfl.com posted it oh my god it was like one of the top 15 likely franchise tags wow yeah i thought that was pretty bonkers but they also had
1: zach evans as like their second second highest rated running back last year yeah before the draft like they're they're all Old debbie darling zach evans yeah, you know who my Zach Evans is this year?
0: Uh, half the running back.
1: Marshawn Lloyd. Hmm. I see a lot of Zach Evans in that guy.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't watch much, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, the vision's garbage.
1: Yeah, all right. So, speaking of Blake Clorum, let's plant some va- flags. Okay. Flags, there's an L in that word. Yeah, make sure you say that. <laughs> so for the panthers give me one player like that you would just above all other players outside of the top 7 right above all of the players one player you would love to see on the panthers um obviously we're going to offensive skill position yeah
0: i'm going to give a couple caveats to this because it's going to make a difference um obviously we had pick 33 so depending on If they don't sign a top tier wide receiver in free agency, um, whoever it may be, whatever it may be, um, I would my top choice would probably be Troy Franklin because I think he has the ability to be a one. I think he's more of a Z right now, but I think he has the ability to be a one, and I think his skill set would work great with Bryce and um, in a similar capacity to what we saw with Mike Evans with Canales last year. Um, Obviously, they're two totally different receivers. um, But I think the way Canales deployed Evans would work well for Troy Franklin. Um, You're not worried about the hands? Not really, man. It's something... Not really, no. So, let's say,
1: regardless of draft position, so let's say the Panthers, like, magically
0: have the 15th overall pick. None of that I, changes for me. None um, of that changes. No, because outside I of the top play. three, I think it's all dart throws. I mean, I don't feel any stronger about Brian Thomas. I don't feel any stronger about Adonai Mitchell. Or Worthy would be the name that if we did get the, one, the number one receiver, Worthy would be my top choice because I think he's the perfect Z receiver in the league. Um, so he can be the two that stretches the field and still mm-hmm. can be used in the short yardage. Um and it's just electric fast. Yeah, see that's how I feel about Brian Thomas. Speaking of Brian Thomas Jr. Yeah, that, I knew that's who you were kind of pushing towards, but it's yeah.
1: just That's I'm just not Well, high. that's the guy for me. That's the guy for me on my dynasty team, right? So, if we're talking uh player I'd most likely or most like to have on my dynasty team outside the top 7, number 8 right now, Brian Thomas.
0: How about you? Um, it's probably worthy given what I know about the guys currently. Um, I think he has the highest ceiling out of the top guys that aren't the top guys. Mm. Um, I just think in the right usage, he's today's NFL receiver. He's what we see. Um, he's going to have elite speed. Um, the hands don't bother me. That that's a the one thing I hear from people um, outside of the sophomore year where he had the broken hand, PFF, PFF charged him for five drops last year. It was more than that. As the tape that I've watched, there were more than five, but still call it eight, call it 10. That's an average year for somebody who received hundred targets.
1: So, yeah, I didn't think the hands looked bad at all last year. I thought that, I thought the, that's one of the few situations where I'm like, Oh, hand injury. Yeah. That's absolutely what the, what the hands, Issues were, as far as technique goes, he's fine. He's actually, I think he's got pretty good hands. He's, he makes. He's not a contexted catch guy, but he does make um,
0: good catches away from his body. Yeah, and, and he, I thought he does well deep, which is his skill set, his best skill set. Yeah. And I thought he did well high pointing the ball, tracking the ball, and wow. body placement.
1: He's a natural tracker for sure. Yeah, so is Franklin as well. I I I think Worthy has better hands than Franklin. For, I agree. Troy Franklin has more than just
0: like concentration drops too. He's Yeah. Little... It, it's the biggest red flag he has, but yeah. it's just not something I overly press on when the rest of it's there. He's kind of um,
1: got Amari Cooper hands. Yeah. You know, it's like it's it's not it's not like he's turning his head before the ball gets there to take a step upfield. He's looking the ball in and he still drops it. <laughs> Just one of those things that drives you crazy. But, I mean, that's that's something a guy can improve on throughout his career yeah. as well. Can the, the problem with guys like Amari Cooper and, like you said, Mike Evans. Mike Evans has some of the worst drops
0: you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. He saved us a couple games. As a Panthers fan, I've watched him drop those wide-open deep balls when the corners just forget to guard the best player on the field. Um, <laughs> and he just drops them. I mean, he did it twice last year for us. Then no, we yeah. still lost the game, but, you know, used to that part, but –
1: that happened against the Eagles. Yeah. And we still lost the game. He yeah. still
0: came back and assassinated us. Yeah. So yeah. Worthy's my guy. I think he's yeah. uh, somebody, especially, you know, I want him on the Panthers as a fan. But if he goes mm-hmm. to one of those spots like Kansas City or Buffalo at the end of the first, like he's projected right now, shoo. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. If Franklin or Worthy goes to Kansas City at the end of the first, that's going to, yeah. that's really going to help there. Their stock. I mean, look, look, look what it did for
0: Sky and Rachi Rice. It really didn't do it for Rice though. Rice was going mid to late second. You know, like he. he I mean, he I should have, have really gone earlier. Second. Yeah, I, I was taking him early second. Yeah, I didn't see much of that. Most of the what I saw after two hundred six, he was still available in most of the drafts I was in, and I think ADP wise, that's probably about where he was. I mean, most drafts I traded down out of the early second and late first. Yeah, but so it was so flat. But that's because he wasn't hyped before the draft. That's why Rice didn't pop up mm-hmm. that high. These guys are already hyped, and they're going to be really hyped after the combine when both of them run borderline sub-4-4s. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, very interesting.
1: Daniel Jeremiah's latest mock has five wide receivers going in the first round? Mm-hmm. Neither one of those. Oh, no, Troy Franklin was the, the
0: last. I think. Player. I think both of them were, I thought. I didn't see Worthy. Because um, all Her Panthers fans were awesome. talking about, oh, my God, Keon Coleman at 33 is a lock. Keon that's... Coleman, huh? Yeah.
1: yeah. so that would be
0: Chad's answer. We already know that that's yeah. Chad's
1: flag player. So you're going with Worthy for your flag player this year?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I like him a lot. I've liked him since he was a freshman. And he was actually one of the – in my first C2C league, he was one of the first guys I got and. I've had him there since a freshman, and he was just ridiculous as a freshman. I mean, he looked like he was yeah. on the path of that Jamar Chase kind of trajectory. Yeah, his, his stock really fell. I guess, you know, he, he had a really rough second there. Mm-hmm. Really kind of uneven quarterback play as well. Yeah, which is funny with how many prospects they have. You'd think he wouldn't, but uh, he has. Yeah. All right, so for the Eagles –
1: um uh, i i w- it's tough right so there's two um we already talked about Quorum. I, I i would love to see Blake Quorum on the eagles i think he's perfectly fit for um to play alongside jalen hurts decent receiving skills but you know that's not really his game he's just got elite vision um that stocky build um you know to get through the short, short yardage kind of stuff i'd really love to see jalen hurts stop taking that kind of pounding on the short yardage shit, you know, gimping around on that bad knee all year last year. I don't want to see that again. It come, there comes a time in every rushing quarterback's career where they realize that they have to pick their spots, you know, and you can't have 15 one yard touchdowns in a season and expect yeah. to stay healthy, you know, with the way they do it. So I uh, really love to see Blake corm I just, I, I think you'd be a perfect fit. I just, I love his vision. Uh really think he'd be an offensive coordinator's dream. Uh, But running backs are easy to find. I think there are a lot of running backs. Like we just talked about a ton of running backs that are out on the open market this offseason. Like I said, I think Howie will pluck one um, late in free agency or even at like almost training camp. Um, Eagles really need a slack guy. Quez Watkins, while I think he's a valuable speed receiver as like your fourth receiver on a team, um, field stretcher, a little one-dimensional, but he's not a slot guy. He just doesn't – he's not a good fit in the slot. He's just not, right? He's more of an outside receiver. Uh, I, the Eagles just really need somebody that can get open underneath, and I'd love to see Lad McConkie there. I just think it's just such a perfect fit. Eagles have two second-round picks. Um, <laughs> we need defense bad, but if we were to go offense, I'd love to see Lat McConkie in the second round to the Eagles. Or, I don't know, maybe he
0: slides into the third. And we take him there. I think it's more likely you see him in the first than the third, personally.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping. I think 54 is our earliest second-round pick. would love to see him right there. To the Eagles. It was just such a perfect fit. Although, I do think there's a couple guys out there on the market that I think would be a good fit as well. Is Not exciting names at all, but Hunter Renfro or Tyler Boyd, I think would really, really look good in the Eagles offense. Yeah. Maybe not from a fantasy point, point of view, but um, just chain movers. Yeah, makes sense. Guys that can make the pie bigger for Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown just by moving the chains and, and, you know, keeping the offense on schedule.
0: Yeah, I have one more of my guy that has been my... I, I think I brought it up like two months ago, to be honest. But I'm going to bring it up again. Sure. Um, Jatavian Sanders, tight end out of Texas. Um, okay. I hate, I hate he's getting the hype now as tight end too. I was hoping somebody else would. I mean, I think but he has, has been all along, really. Yeah, but by it default. was like it was like a huge tear, and I think it's slowly starting to creep up. I see more and more people taking him into mid to early second in mock drafts, and that's making me sad. Um, but man, it just the comp honestly, after the combine, it's not going to matter because he's probably about to test out of this world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, really like him. It's a good hands, excellent after the catch, fine blocker, good enough. Um, but man, just an excellent receiving weapon. I think he's a really good blocker, actually. You thought uh, so? I thought he was good yeah. enough to be on the field, which is important.
1: I, I think he's he's got really good potential. Um, I, th- I thought it was uh, at least good enough, right? Um, he's not. Um, who was the guy that Pittsburgh drafted last year? Darnell, Darnell Washington. Washington. Yeah. Jesus, that guy. He take. He's he's a giant. He takes. Ogre steps yeah. when he was pushing that sled. It's nuts. Nobody's him, but Damian Sanders, I thought, could hold his own uh, to to a point where people make the argument that the blocking gets players on the on the field. It worries me a little bit that he'll be used too much as a blocker and not an officer.
0: No, I, I think he's way too athletic to for any decent offensive mind to not use him in the routes. Um. I actually really like his route tree. I thought he showed was, was able to show that he can run pretty much any route and created separation on safeties and linebackers. Um, Okay. It's just been, I just really enjoy watching him play. Uh, He's, I watched, I was watching Jonathan Brooks, which I'm sure we'll talk about over the next week or two. Um, and with, I was watching Worthy and Mitchell, um, he just Sanders just kept popping up, you know, whether it was a block or whether it was a route that just caught my attention and I was like, dang, who is that? And then I see the number, I'm like, oh, should have known.
1: Right on. So where would you take him right
0: now in a rookie draft? Um late first, early second. Assuming 0.5 premium or higher. Wow. Okay. So like two Oh four, somewhere in that range. It depends on the receivers and I'm probably not going to have any running backs there unless just the perfect one lands somewhere. Um, yeah. So it just Warren. depends on the receivers. No. Or to the Chargers. Not for me, no. You wouldn't take. You wouldn't spend a high second on him if that happened. Depends on if I, if I needed it, sure, um, but probably not. No, I'm probably going to fade running back pretty heavy this year yeah. until the later rounds, and then I'll just start taking guys. Who are you, do you have a top five? Not really, no. I, I, there's not five guys I like enough to say five of them, to be honest.
1: Really, Quorum, Benson.
0: Benson's probably the my favorite healthy guy. Mm. Um, and then <laughs> Jonathan Brooks Bucky. is my favorite. Okay, Brooks, um, Bucky Irving. He's, he's interesting. In um, the right spot, he can be tempting, but he's gonna have to go to the right offense for me to have any desire in him.
1: Yeah, for me it's four and after that I'm I'm having a tough time. Uh, Braylon Allen does not look like a modern running back to me.
0: No, which is so weird because as a freshman he was so much fun to watch and I don't know what's happened. I don't know if he gained too much weight. If mm. I don't know Yeah, he's got
1: very, really very little lateral
0: agility. Yeah. Um he's just never, he had
1: hasn't developed any pass catching skills.
0: Well, Wisconsin never did. I mean, you can look at yeah. all the other guys. They never did.
1: Right. So, I mean, he just doesn't seem like he's going to fit a, a fantasy roster.
0: I yeah, I'm I'm, it right depends. Ahead. I mean, if somebody's willing to use him in the same vein as how they use Derek Henry, he can be a dang good running back. Yeah, Give you the short happen. yardage. I agree. It just doesn't happen
1: anymore. So I just think he's, he's, he's outdated. Yeah, that's fair. What about Will Shipley? Does he do anything for you?
0: Um, he's a late round guy I like. Um again, give him <laughs> a spot where he has opportunity. I I think he's a solid running back.
1: Kind of a uh jack of all trades, master of none.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sort of fair. guy. He's
1: sort solid. of average at, average at everything.
0: Yeah, I would assume he goes early day three in the NFL draft. And if he goes mm-hmm. to a spot I like, then yeah, he'll be one of my guys in that late second to third round range.
1: I, I can see him being a, a, a pretty good backup in the league. Yeah. You know, maybe an um, Eric Gray plus. or I don't even think he's
0: got as much juice as Algier, though. No, he's a different running back, too. Yeah, um, He does have a... I did like his one-cut ability. If he if he saw the hole and he made that cut, he had the ability to go. Um,
1: yeah, top end speed isn't anything great, and he doesn't really have like he's. It's not like that one cut is so sharp off of one foot. You know, he still has to sort of pitter patter his feet and use two feet yeah. to, to cut. You know what That's I mean? Fair. He's
0: he's not special at that. It's just something not, that huh. another like thing. He's not special at anything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Trey Benson's probably the one name because as much as I love Jonathan Brooks, I just I think he's a bad investment in dynasty drafts. Yeah. Um, given what I'm assuming ADP is going to be, what do you think about um, Benson's receiving ability? Um, I think he has the ability, which is all I care about for a college mm-hmm. guy. I don't I don't want to see I don't need to see 40 catches. I don't need to see anything crazy. I just need to know if I think he can or if I think he can't. And he sh- I feel like he showed enough to say he has the ability. That's all I care about. Uh, anything else we've watched, I mean, we watched Kenneth Walker never catch a pass in college basically and now he's one of the better co- pass catching running backs in the league. Okay. So I just want to see that you can and I thought Trey Benson could. He he got a yes on my tally. Oh. Audrick estimate.
1: Yeah. You know anything about him?
0: I do. He's uh he is let me make sure I got my I don't have my chart pulled up. Um uh, he's my four right now. Okay. Um I a, think he's a, my five. He's a solid running back. And so again, that's what you're going to get a lot of in this draft. You're going to get just decent to solid running backs. There's really nobody that I thought, from what I've watched, that stood out where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my guy. I've got you know I've got my late second or mid second pick locked in. But I think there's a lot of guys. If I see somebody at three hundred four, one of these guys, I'm like, ooh, all right, that'll work. You know, the I, more I'm I watch,
1: yeah, I liked Bucky Irving at first. You know, because it's fun to watch, right? He's mm-hmm. exciting mm-hmm. as hell. But the more I watch him, the more I think he's a he's a part-time back in the NFL. And his role is going to be tough because Barely. he's such a bad pass blocker. Like, he can't do it. And he yeah. doesn't really have the frame. And uh, he's going to have to improve a lot. So, to be a third down, down back which is what, you know, his receiving skill set, you know, and his his burst, his electricity and all, all that kind of stuff, trying to get him out in space, that role is not going to be available if he can't pass block, right? So at least early on in his career, unless somebody really has um, a lot of faith in his ability and, and specifically decides to try to get him out into space um, on a consistent basis, he's going to have a tough time finding a role. So mm-hmm. Bucky Irving actually... The more I've thought about it, has a chance like to have a, an extremely like bottomed out floor, like oh yeah, can't doesn't really even make it.
0: Yeah, um, I've done I think six or seven rookie mock drafts. I have a couple people on sleeper that invite me regularly, hmm. and I'll be honest, I haven't taken a single running back in one of these mock drafts yet. I don't care where I'm at, I don't care what number it in is. Two rounds, in four rounds, in four rounds. Just haven't come to the point where I'm like, oh, I like this running back value. I'm gonna take him. Okay. Every, every time it's I'm gonna take this guy instead or I like this dart throw instead. And
1: I feel like I'm gonna be hoping the running backs go before me wherever I am in a draft. yeah. So that yeah I yeah. like fall. Yeah,
0: heck yeah. <laughs> I think that's Problem what the is, running back. I think is most all people about. feel like that. So it's gonna be tough. Yeah. But by the mid to late second, man, I don't care. I just I take some. Maybe they hit, maybe they don't you know at that point after the right. first like 16 picks maybe 18 i don't care i'll take the running backs because they have some of the best chance to to boom
1: mm. it's so. tough to get
0: late late
1: second round receivers like Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt Cedric Wilson this guys tough to get them right. to hit, you know yeah. Tolbert so. Jalen Tolbert <clears throat> yeah i see three guys to me that could that could conceivably uh, be lead backs in the NFL. And outside of that, I see they're like backups and role players.
0: I'm guessing Brooks, Benson, and Quorum.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, and, and I'm not even sure about that. Like, Corum, pretty much. He's definitely my one. I really see it in him. Hmm. Um, but he's got to get the draft capital and he's got to go to a spot where he's not blocked by somebody else. And,
0: you yeah, know, see, I think it, he needs touches to be
1: right. If all of that happens and I could, you know, he has, he's got a path the volume. Great. Love it. You know, if he gets drafted by Arizona in the third round wheels up, let's go. But, you know, if he goes to a sloppy fit or if he goes to like the giants, you know what I mean? I, I'm not excited about that. You know, him running behind a shitty offensive line, he's not the type of back that's going to be able to create
0: a lot on his own.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Really, really good at getting what's blocked and creating on the second and third
0: one. Yeah, luckily for NFL teams, the as we spoke earlier, the free agency market seems to be pretty decent. It kind of saved the NFL teams not having to reach for running backs. Mm. So I don't know how many we see in day one or two. We shouldn't see any in one. If we do, I'll be stunned, but – no, honestly, I honestly don't know think, if we see any in 2.
1: I don't think we'll see anything any in 2 either and I I think the way the way it is now outside of like the ultra um talented guys like Bijan and Gibbs you you're not really going to see second round running backs like third round running backs are where the second round running backs used to go. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just they they've naturally gotten depressed and i think this year all these guys are going to go third fourth fifth round yeah Which I, sucks. I can see i can see gm sitting there going to themselves i'm not taking the first one of these guys mm-hmm. someone else is going to have to take the first one and then i'll do it
0: i, I, just, I got a <laughs> weird question for you because i like Brooks so much what are you going to do if he's the first one off the board mm. let's say he goes early third Early third. To, uh, to Arizona, let's say that. To Arizona.
1: Brooks, early he's third to Arizona. basically
0: red shirt in year one. I, I don't see how he's viable for year one. I, I, I mean, what kind of capital are, are you comfortable giving him?
1: What do they say? It's eight to ten months for an ACL. It was an ACL, yeah, right? Correct. And, and when did he of, get hurt?
0: Uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was week eight or nine in college. If I'm not mistaken, so. You know, yeah. basically you're looking at – you're hoping him to be 100% by, what, September? Maybe yeah. August? Yeah.
1: All right. So then he's not redshirting. He's not redshirting. But yeah, he's still going to be – he's going to be rehabbing an injury instead of practicing on the field with his team. Correct. Instead of earning reps. Food. Yeah. Right. He's gonna be way behind. Yeah. And it just yeah, maybe second half kind of guy. I he's worth a second rounder for sure. He's worth yeah. a mm-hmm. mid to high second round. So you, um, you I'd, take him two oh three, let's say. Well, I, I think there's gonna be a lot of receivers I like in that range.
0: So probably well, there a is. Lot of that. Okay. All right. I'm just curious. It's a it's I'm it's one of the few running back things I'm struggling with because I do like his tape so much. But I'm going to have a I'm going to have a tough time taking running
1: any of these running backs over like A.D. Mitchell or uh, Brian Thomas or. Yeah. Yeah. where all the guys that we just talked about. I love all
0: of them. And And there's so many
1: of them that it's going to it's going to extend it to the beginning of the
0: second round. yeah assuming draft capital like we've seen, I mean, I, I saw the thing. It was like the top two rounds was like 10 receivers off the board. I mean, that, it's going to be so hard to just let, you know, take this running back that went in the mid to late third. Over this right. you know. Like, exactly.
1: It's going to have to be such a
0: clean fit with no competition. Yeah. You know what I mean? But people will do it. That's the one good thing about Dynasty is people like, oh, my God, I need a running back. I'm going to take, you know, quorum at 110. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting at 111, and I'm like, yes, got me a guy. But if it's like –
1: Jonathan Brooks and Gainwell, and they resign Boston Scott. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. pretty good fucking landing spot right there. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Oh, it. There will always be a running back that flies up the board. It's just you got to decide if he's actually good or if he's one of the bombs. Like most of the right. time. Monty Ball, mm-hmm. Trey Sermon. I mean, all God, almost all of them that go flying up the board. Yeah, Trey Sermon didn't even earn that
1: shit. Mm-mm. He just went to San Francisco. Like, yeah, and they traded up a little bit to get him. So, uh, like, I was I got suckered in by that big time. Mm-mm. I took I took him in high second round in a lot of, but I mean I so I blew a second round pick.
0: Yeah, fun. that's one thing as dynasty managers we have to realize it's, it's a second at that point. That's what I was saying, mm-hmm. especially after the top sixteen picks. Who cares? Take the player you think has the most upside. And if they hit, cool. If they don't, oh well. Yeah,
1: Michael Carter was that same draft too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's not even on the
0: same team anymore. Mm-hmm. He's it's supposed backs are a mess, man. They're rough. Quote unquote, <clears throat> the
1: uh, best receiving back in that
0: draft. Well, he was really good in college. Okay. Because I watched a lot <laughs> of Javante, and he kept showing up. Yeah, he was a really good receiving back.
1: Oh yeah, North Carolina. That's right. He was really good at North mm-hmm. Carolina. Yeah, uh, just like um, uh, Justice Hill was the "quote unquote" fastest running back in his draft.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He'll be a practice squad guy after this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Which he looked decent in the was the playoffs, isn't that right? Isn't that where he ran. Yeah, he's alright. <clears throat> yeah, he looked decent. He's alright. He suckered me into a couple late thirds, early thirds. I took him.
1: Uh, in a one QB draft. It was like my first ever dynasty. First or second ever. I took him in like early second.
0: Mm. Well, now you got us. I won't let you do that. (laughs) Unless you're in the league with me. And then I'll be like, hey man, take that guy.
1: Probably the same year I took Rager over uh, Jeff.
0: You just followed your own team. Look at you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I I blame I blame uh, Ray Garvin for that. I was really. he so at Ray good Garvin. at it too. He was so
0: he was so high on Garvin. and uh, yeah, the thing is, he's been good. So it's like I get why you listen. He's still good. Yeah, you see, you see that Malachi Corley hype he's given. I told you.
1: He said that. No, was actually, I
0: yes sir I stopped listening to Ray
1: Garvin after that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dang, one miss is all you give.
1: What did that miss, boy? Oh. Uh, that's when I started asking myself, Well, I didn't even know why Rager was supposed to be good. He's not he wasn't the fastest. He didn't have the best hands, he didn't run the best routes. Why was he so good?
0: He didn't have anything that he was I was out on him. I got him in one league in a trade, that was it. That's when I decided to start watching players and figuring it out for myself. Stop
1: listening to other people because everybody misses we're all human, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not slandering Ray GQ. By the way, the guy's one of the best in the business. So, mm-hmm. props to Ray G. Absolutely is. So we we're talking about Lad McConkey to the Eagles, where I think that would be an awesome fit. But that's my problem with Lad McConkey is that he, I think he'll be at his best when he's on a team with at, at least one other, but like two other good receivers or receiving threats, right? Another receiver, a tight end or something. You know, like Eagles or Ravens. um, Obviously, anybody would be good on the Chiefs. But, like, I don't see him getting the volume. And that's – he's going to need the volume because he's not, like, a downfield threat. No, that's his biggest flaw is he's not good deep. Right. And – you know, he's he doesn't have the size to be a red zone threat. So what do you really have as a fantasy
0: asset? Um, well, most of us play full PPR. You have somebody you're hoping I yeah. saw the Deontay Johnson comparison for NFL and I thought that was a realistic uh I don't want to say ceiling because I mean I'll say ceiling because Deontay had a wide receiver one season, so I think that's, that's a the skill sets. Yeah, but I think similar players, both very good at short area separation. Both, luckily, Lad has better hands. Um, I think they're similar pro comps. Like that's what you're looking for out of Lad. You're looking for somebody an offense that will target the guy six to twelve times a game, even if it's just for the three yards, the twelve yards, the six yards, and you're getting that safe, you know, eight to fifteen points a game with the random touchdown. What is a good landing spot for him? Um, Tennessee? I don't think there's... I really don't think there's many that's bad. All I want is... I just want oh, to... think Jesus would be a nightmare for him. Oh, I don't. You would never get that volume. Yeah, that part's true, but... Yeah, well, that's... So I guess any team that's a run-heavy team is what you don't want.
1: I any guess that's team that's ready. already got two other weapons. Right?
0: For fantasy, I get
1: game. what you're saying, but that's my problem with him: is that he's not likely to score more than four to six touchdowns a season. So you're going to need a hundred catches for him to be a wide receiver, too. Yeah, and that's Definitely. really hard to do. You know, not guys don't just fall out of bed and have a hundred
0: catches. You yeah, know, there's Evan Ingram game did. Good. <laughs> Who? Evan Ingram? Yeah, he had 114 last year. Okay. We're talking about a tight end. Well, that's my point. If a tight end can do it, honestly, he didn't that... fall out of bed and do it. It was his seventh season in the league. I was thinking <laughs> that came up because I was thinking Jacksonville would be a nice spot for him.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Jacksonville. I actually um I think the Jets would be a nice landing spot for
0: him. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be he a He compliments one. Garrett Wilson's skill set. I want the Panthers to take him, but I'm be honest, we're gonna talk about like twelve receivers, and I'm just gonna say, Yep, I want the Panthers <laughs> <laughs> until they figure out that uh, there's gonna be a lot of those that I'm just like, oh yeah, I want him. I'd like that for Bryce. Yeah, me too. I just want somebody could, to get open. That's really could just he, what I want. Yeah. All right.
1: You know, there's a lot more that goes into getting separation than just um the receiver's ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Coaching's super important on that. So don't give up on Mingo
0: yet. I'm not. I uh, I went back and watched some tape. Um, I watched some that made me very mad, but I did watch some. I'm like, okay, I can see the vision of it. Um, get him in the right coordinator. Um, he could be uh, – I mean, he's a weapon. That's what he was drafted for anyway. He was a raw receiving prospect, yeah. and that was always the issue. He was always raw, but he had the upside. Um, so it's just going to have to be developed properly. Luckily now he's I a hope- he receiver coach as the OC. That's a good sign. Um, yeah, I hope
1: that they they um, do some things to scheme him open and get him some confidence.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
1: know? Um, what about – so we talked about Kamara leaving the Saints. Wouldn't Ladd be a fun fit there to replace Kamara if he left? <laughs> yeah, they, he there's did, your, yeah. There's your instant open underneath type of player.
0: Mm-hmm. Derek Carr would love him. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. He, he might get 150 catches there. Yeah, Hunter Renfro style. Yeah, 150 I catches like... for 836 yards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Grew Dog was actually uh,
1: an advisor there for a while. He might teach him the secret route. Do you know about the secret route?
0: Mm-mm.
1: Yeah. He. <laughs> He taught Hunter Renfro a secret route. He, that's the the one spike year that he had. He had I think hmm. like eight eight touchdowns. Um, it's a like a triple cut.
0: Dang! It's like, yeah. And he's a really good route runner, it, so I can see it. Yeah,
1: he is. He's he. People laugh at, at like I guess he's like the little white guy, right? That's not he also really. Also looks fast. like
0: he's forty five. So
1: yeah, that's something to do <laughs> with happen, it, But he's got incredible agility and cutting ability. That guy can running
0: underneath Root. I'd love to see him on the Eagles. I think it would be fun. Yeah, that would be a really good three for y'all. We'll probably end up with Hollywood Brown and Renfro as our two receivers for the Panthers. So I don't ugh,
1: I would really I, I like Hollywood Brown, but I don't I would I don't like him there. I think he's his hands aren't good enough. That's not who I want. That's why I said we'll probably end up with yeah. I mean, I'm he'll promised. get open. He gets yeah. separation. He gets open deep. I think he'd be good for Bryce. But the problem is if he drops something that Bryce lays in his hands, you know, like we need to well. get confidence.
0: <laughs> about to say, Bryce is so used to that. So it'd just be just <laughs> another year.
1: Yeah. That's Hollywood would would, that really would
0: be kind of like just a perfect, like that's what the Panthers would do kind of mm-hmm. thing. Oh, tell me about it. And then they get Adam Thielen's replacement while Adam Thielen's still here in Hunter Infra. <laughs> He's not that old. He's not an old white. He just looks old. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Thielen really is 45. Mm-hmm. About to be. Oh, there speaking, another... of, speaking of news, yeah. yeah did no. you see this San Francisco news about Brandon Ayuk? Um <laughs> that he looks exactly like um Tomlin with dreads. Yes, that's that's yes. not the new Yeah, that's very important as well I can't unsee that. No. No, the one his brother saying that's why he's out of San Francisco this offseason after he only got three, I think it was either three catches or three targets in the Super Bowl. Um his Man. brother posted and said this is why he's leaving San Francisco this offseason. Um and Iuke has liked a couple odd tweets, and uh, then the rumors came out that San Francisco is likely going to shop him this offseason to try to help with the cap situation. You know, he's on his fifth year option. So, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's like 14 million or something like that. Yeah, they don't Um, need him. I don't want, I mean, they do need him, but he's their best receiver weapon. But I feel like you're saying that as an Eagles fan, not as a <laughs> Not as a real fan No, and a football. CMC is their best receiving
1: weapon, and they've got like you, you. You can't really sustain an offense and keep everybody happy with four elite weapons. Yeah, they got to trim
0: down to three. I hope they do. I hope they want the thirty-third overall pick, and he somehow ends up in Carolina. Uh I'm going to be biased all off season until something happens. Just to, if you haven't figured uh, that out. Oh,
1: uh, beautiful nighty-night uh,
0: <laughs> bedtime stories. Oh, my God. Time. We would podcast whatever day that happens. We would podcast <laughs> just so I could spend an hour talking about how happy I am.
1: <laughs> right on. Huh? It's, it's like, okay, same
0: if Saquon goes to the Eagles. That's fair. I'll join you. I'll let you talk all the time as long as you get to
1: <laughs> championship <laughs>
0: <laughs> on paper at least. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, we need, we got a lot of
1: work to do on defense, but getting the um it getting the author of the Fangio Fangio defense as our defensive coordinator in Vic Fangio really helps. It does you know, the fact that we've been running the Fangio defense. For four years, three years without Fagio is ridiculous.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, if it doesn't work now, we got to go back to a 4 3.
0: Yeah. And by the way, Debo's not going anywhere in San Fran. A lot of people have talked about that. Um, he's a $28 million cap hit and dead caps 26 million. Ooh. So, I don't think he's going anywhere. Mm, I say that, and then post-June 1, it saves him $17 million, So, who knows? They're in an interesting that, spot because Purdy's going to have to get paid this offseason. This offseason? I, I don't see how – if I'm Purdy's agent, I'm not letting him play another down without getting paid.
1: This will be his third year. Correct. And he's getting paid, well, what,
0: $600,000?
1: he has got two more years on his contract.
0: Okay, a lot of quarterbacks have more years on their contracts and get paid. I just don't see how you can – excuse me, he's getting a, paid 985000 next year. I think it's but a year early. I, I, I mean, just, what? He can't – I can't see it.
1: What? He can't buy – Groceries with $985,000. What he's gonna
0: starve to death? He's In fine. California, probably not. You're probably right, a friend. <laughs> yeah, after the taxes there. and
1: stuff. <laughs> yeah, no shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, after taxes, agent fees, he, all this and that, he's gonna bring home 200000 62000 <laughs> Yeah, probably. So, see, look, he's he's, he's got to have a roommate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I just don't see it. I mean, I, I think it would be bad business for Hurdy himself, much less the team. I mean, the dudes take NFC conference championship and then a Super Bowl back-to-back years, and you're not even paying them a million dollars. I mean, I just don't see how it doesn't get done. Yeah, I mean, everybody's a millionaire these days, you know? Yeah, he's not. Yeah,
1: the hell? <laughs> All right, pray. Pay Brock Purdy. I only have him on one team. I don't really care. Actually, two. I have about two teams. he paid a second round pick for him twice last offseason. You killed it. It worked. It worked. I sold so, him for two uh, seconds and it did not work. Yeah. We say we end this podcast and then talk a little RSO offline. All right. I want to talk RSO on the on the podcast, but I think we'll lose people. All right. <laughs> if
0: we hadn't already with this <laughs> yeah, right. conversation we've had. Yeah,
1: right. Man, yeah, we rambled around a little bit. Um, I'm sorry for my low energy, but um, when, when you're
0: – When you're as old as you, it's going to happen sometimes. When you're as old as
1: me and you throw around as many knives as you do in, in a day. Cut the shit out of myself today, by the way. Mm. I tell everybody else to wear the cut gloves. I yell at people to wear the cut gloves, and then a knife slipped off the onion and nailed my thumb today.
0: That's one of the worst things I could think about being a chef is how many times I would cut myself.
1: Well, there's there's a metal glove that you're supposed to wear. It's like mm. it just feels like a like a regular like winter glove, mm. but it's it's um, very tight mesh chainmail, and you can't cut yourself while you're wearing that.
0: Well, that would help. Yeah,
1: Yeah, but I was only cutting two onions, so I didn't put it on. But anyway, so enthralling conversation. Next week, I swear, we're going to get Mike back, we're going to get Chad back, and we're going to talk in depth about some, some more of these rookies. That's a Might big been, promise. Yeah, what do you, what do you, I think we're at the point where we can do a mock draft.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: Yeah, let's try to set up a mock draft for next week. The four of us, and uh maybe we'll try to grab a couple other people to jump on with us.
0: Yeah. Sounds good.
1: It'd be fun to it'd be fun to have six teams. That way everybody's only drafting twice yeah. per round. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. Right on. Mike's just gonna take Rome Doomsday. <laughs> oh, the the names I've heard him called. <laughs> It's hilarious. It's his name on our podcast officially. That's All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us. We will be back next week with, I, I, apparently, we're going to do a live mock draft. We already said it. Now we got to. Now we got to. All right, y'all. Thanks again. Like and subscribe, Dynasty Warzone Network. For Austin Bell, I'm Jesse Schneeman, and we are out.
0: Peace. Hey, my problems and time keeps on dragging. Can't
1: get away from the fact I've been slacking Oh, Despite the cost, you know I got to trot on. Trot on. Hey! It's a long, long road, and every day it is a struggle. Stay, we try to get ahead and turn a single, single into, into a bubble. double. Every curve we face along the road, it is the trouble. Try to wreck, we try to turn we into rubble. Say it's not easy, hey, hey. won't you believe me? Oh, no, no, no. Mm, they sound like it's a cliché yeah. But the one thing we know You only reap that you sow
0: And the crop that you owe today Tomorrow will go Lost in the lost and afraid, afraid. And I can't find my way back home